Welcome to the Long Hollow Group Leader Podcast. We believe that life change happens best in circles, not rows. And so whether we're talking about your life group, your D group, or your family, this resource exists to help you make disciples that make disciples. We are back with another episode of the Group Leader Podcast. And Chris, I have to say, I went back and looked our first episode together on punctuality. That's right. Maybe one of our longest episodes. Really? <laughs> now, we don't promise a certain time for the podcast. That's exactly right. We do try to keep it in a pocket for folks, but we did adhere to our guidelines. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> but there was a lot of introduction That's there. True. That's you know, true. So we're, we're going to get back material. to the punctuality right. today, right? Let's do it. Let's do it. And so we are talking about a topic. Well, I'm, I'm just let you introduce it yeah. and tell us the importance of what we're talking about today. Today, we're talking about how to call up, not call out. If you've led any kind of group, then you know that there's often conflict. Uh, a lot of times we can face issues in the group with people. And so we want to do that type of thing in a way that restores people and helps uh, helps them look more like Jesus versus kind of pointing the finger and saying, hey, you're ruining the right. script for us. You know, we've, right. all, we've all had that person in our group. And if you haven't, here's the newsflash. It's probably you. <laughs> <Gosh>. <laughs> if you look around, the the no one's raising their hand. You're probably the person that right, should right. be raising your hand. <laughs> um, and so how do we help people um, get better and grow? Right. And so, you know, from a positive perspective, deal with those issues Um I think it's an important one because we all have individuals in our groups yeah. that are like this. And if you're not having conflict, then you're probably not stepping into something that's you right. should. Or that's like right. you said, you're that person. So yeah. everybody's got it. <laughs> and so for sure. That's good. Well, let's look at the difference between calling out and calling up because there is a difference. It's not the same thing. Yeah, so I would say with the, the difference here, to give us a definition, I would, I would say I do not stand by this uh, person or this source, but it is a good example of what calling out is. So this is not a proud sponsor of the Group Leader Podcast. <laughs> Sugar-free Sheila. <laughs> this is coming from Urban Dictionary. Don't go there. Okay, okay. Uh, Sugar-free <laughs> Sheila says to challenge someone in some way or put someone on blast. Okay. She went even further and gave us an example. To okay. use it in a sentence... I don't think you really lost 300 pounds, Chris. You just say you have. Produce some before or after photos. I'm calling you out. <laughs> wow. Very confrontational. I know. Sugar-free <laughs> Sheila's got some heat. And so uh, that is this idea of calling out. We've all felt right. that when it comes to yeah. this. It's this getting something off our chest. Sure. It's really just kind of telling someone off. I think of like the Suits uh, TV show, if you've ever seen right. that, which is a lawyer TV show. They run in. They just yell at somebody for something they did wrong in their job, and then they storm out. <laughs> and, and, you know, so it's that idea. But what we're called to is something more than just calling out. We're called to call up. And right. so that's coming from this idea is from Galatians 6.1. It says, Brothers and sisters, if someone is caught in sin, you who live by the Spirit should restore that person gently. Yes. Calling up is a desire to see that person grow. And so that's mm -hmm, the difference mm -hmm. when we say call up versus call out. Right. I want to call you up to live how God, uh, to, towards how God uh, has designed you, how he's created right. you, his desire for you. And the, so the difference between there, I would say the biggest is it's the why. It's mm -hmm. the motivation behind yeah. what you're saying. So when you approach conflict, are you calling up, are you calling out? It starts with looking at your motivation. Yes. And a great question that I would have for you as a leader, if you're trying to figure out, okay, I'm entering this conversation. Do I want to call up or call out? Mm -hmm. 
ask this question. In this situation, do I want truth to be spoken or truth to be heard? And what do you mean by that? So that's a good <laughs> that, that is a great statement. I'm not sure I understand. It. Break that <laughs> so, down for me. <laughs> let me break it down a little bit further. When we talk about truth being spoken, that's this desire to get something off my chest. I just mm. want to say this. I want to get it off my chest. Where truth to be heard, it means. I mean, I want this person to understand it. Mm. I'm thinking about not necessarily what is the way that I want to say it so yeah. that I feel good about it or that I get kind of my yeah. anger or frustration off. But I say, man, I what, feel like this I could apply to here? parenting too. Oh. <laughs> It definitely I was does. just thinking about how I speak to my children. Often it's to, to the truth to be spoken. That's right. And they're not hearing it because I don't want them to hear it. I just want to speak. I know. I just I just need to get it off my chest right, and right. I'm, I, right now. And yes, so, yes. Yeah, it's that idea of, man, really when truth to be spoken, it's about you. It's not about the other person. Mm. It's spoken out of pride, not out of compassion. Yeah. And so that's the question that I often ask. Do I really want truth to be spoken or do I want truth to mm. be heard? And that really really gets to the core, my motivation. Yeah. Why am I bringing up this issue? Why am I talking to this person? Um, and so that's the question that I would say that's the biggest difference mm -hmm. between calling out and calling up is yeah. the motivation behind what you do. Sure. So let's talk about now with, with you know, all of us, none of us go towards conflict. And if yeah. you do, we probably need to do another podcast for that person because it's not <laughs> right. like no yes. one should really want to enter these hard conversations, yeah. but it is our responsibility. Sure. But at the same time, there is still a limit to what we're responsible right. for and yeah. what we're not. So kind of give us that breakdown. What is the leader's responsibility when we see an issue? Sure. Like, let's just say in the D group, mm -hmm. if you see an issue of unfaithfulness or sin or mm -hmm. whatever it may be, what is our responsibility as a leader? Yeah, so one of the challenges, I think, with leading a D group, and when you think about this, and really kind of going back to that parenting analogy, right. nobody wants to do this. We don't seek it out. Um, and, and maybe you've met those parents that they let their children do anything. <laughs> and you're maybe at an event or you're at dinner somewhere and you're like, wow, this is, this is, this could get scary. Right, right. This could get wild. And you're thinking, man, I wish that parent would, you know, help their kid out. Cause the reality is it's not being more loving to allow someone to live outside the bounds of what God has for us. It's not yeah. more loving to let someone live and dwell in sin. It's more loving to show them the way Christ shows us, but right. to do so in, uh, in, in love. And so I think one of the challenges of being a leader is we have to take that responsibility on to show them that we're here to call each other up. You know, as yeah. a leader, you're here to call them up and to, and to help them. You're not here to, you know, you're here to spur them on, right. not kind of point the finger and, and put them in a position where you're like, man, this is, this is awful. Right. And everyone takes it differently, but you do have that responsibility as a leader. You know, right. leading a discipleship group, there are a lot of things that you share with other people, yeah. but as a leader, there are some things you don't share. One of those things you don't necessarily share is this element, which, which can get tricky and, and can get rocky. But we've got to remember this, the Holy Spirit yeah. <laughs> is in charge of conviction. Yeah, that's good. not us. So sometimes we want to we we see where someone needs to go. Yeah. And we're probably a hundred percent right. And we so badly want them to go there that we're like, how do I step in and yeah. kind of play the role of Holy Spirit? It just doesn't work out that way. You can't want it more than them. <laughs> that's right. right? That's yeah, right. Like, yeah. That's between them and God. Exactly. Ultimately. And and so you have to you have to be prayerful. You have to be you yourself have to kind of be working in the Spirit, allowing the Holy Spirit to work in you, even to, to work alongside to make sure that they see it. And then finally, we've got to remember that we are responsible for what we say, 
not how people respond. Yeah. That's so good. the responsibility of leading means I have to I have to say this. Right. I, I have to do this, and it may not be something that I love doing, but that's my responsibility. How that person responds, we want to control it because we love them. We want them to get it. We want them to uh, have a great response, but we can't control that response. We yeah. can just remember to deliver the truth in love, and then we've done what Christ has called us to do. That's right. No, that's really that's really good. And so in just a second, we're going to get more practical on this because we talked a lot about the why. We talked about what's our responsibility, but... This is really what people want. Okay, give me mm-hmm. some phrases. Give me some tips. Like, yeah. how do I actually do this? But before we do that, we're going to uh, give a quick word on our Replicate Network and how we're walking alongside pastors as they lead their discipleship groups. Yes. Do you have a vision for the groups in your church but don't know how to make it happen? Replicate's Group Ministry Masterclass is a one-stop course to help you create, launch, and sustain your group's ministry. These training videos, implementation exercises, and resources will guide you to create your own group's playbook that is unique to your context. You can access this masterclass today at replicate.org groups. All right, let's get practical. Uh, we know we've been talking about how to call people up versus out. We we pointed the finger at sugar-free Sheila. Uh, we, <laughs> we said, don't be a sugar-free Sheila. Uh, maybe not the don't best example. Don't put somebody on blast. But right? you can remember that, hopefully. Uh, <laughs> but let's get practical. What are some simple practices you would give for calling people up? Yeah, I think, you know, again, like you said, we talked about the why, but the how is just as important. I mean, Ephesians, like I think about Ephesians 4, it says speak truth in love. Right. There's a way in which we speak truth that is important. And so in that idea of kind of the how, just a few things that I really think through. Uh, The first is, and we talked about this a little bit last week, be charitable, not critical. In other words, give benefit right. of the doubt. Mm-hmm. Um, so whenever there is an issue, like let's say a D group uh, member is not coming um, or yeah. hasn't been coming with hear journals. Right. I don't want to come in and just Have you say, ever experienced that before? Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> so, like usually I'm probably that uh, person. Yeah. And so it's, it's not just my members. Right, right. I need somebody to be charitable, charitable to me. Charitable you. Know, give That's me right. the benefit of the doubt. I don't want to come in and assume that you're just being lazy and that right. you're not doing it because you don't see the importance of it. You know, that's a very critical interpretation of what you saw. Yes. What if you lead with, hey, help me understand this. Like, what if you thought, man, they've got a lot on their plate. It maybe was just a bad week. Yeah. And so when you lead with that more charitable interpretation, Mm -hmm. um, I think that's just, it goes a long way because I think it it helps the Mm -hmm. person that you're talking to know that you uh, care for them and allows Mm -hmm. you actually to get to the right conversation because maybe there was just a one-off that week or maybe... Um, maybe there's been some stuff that's been really hard for the last sure. month that they haven't opened up with because mm-hmm. they're not used to the accountability or the trust isn't there yeah. yet. There's just so many dynamics. Well, and you're giving them the opportunity to you're making it easier for them to be re- to get real and be honest about where they're at yes. instead of make excuses. That's right, which, which is always nice. That's right. Which and I think that kind of gets to that next point. I, I would always recommend ask more questions than you give an, uh, give answers. Yeah. And so you don't want to just come in and say, "Hey, look, this is your problem. This is what you're doing." Right. You want to come in and ask questions and say, "Hey, like, how's this going? Help me understand." Is a beautiful phrase. Use it <laughs> often. You know, right. like, help me understand <laughs> this. Yeah. Hey, this I'm seeing this happen. 
and help me understand. Just right. continually using that phrase. And what questions are going to do? It's going to do several things. It's going to reveal our intentions. It's mm-hmm. going to show that we have a genuine interest in right. that person, that we actually care for them, that we want truth to be heard, not spoken, right? Sure. It's out of compassion, not out of yep. pride. A uh, question allows us to actually pinpoint the real issue. Mm-hmm. I thought you were just being lazy with uh, with your hear journals. What I just yeah. realized was, hey, your kids just had sleep regression, and they woke up every week this morning two yeah. hours earlier than normal. You've ever been there, Vic? Yes. <laughs> and so I was not good that you week. You may still be there. That's right. Exactly. And I wasn't good that week because yeah. I wasn't expecting for my quiet right. time to need to get pushed up two hours early right. that week. Yeah. Sorry that I didn't get to it that week. You but know? you needed it more that day, I probably. Did. I did. Well, and I think one of the things we can do is we can look at the ministry of Jesus and remember that he almost always oh, led yes. with questions. He almost always led with questions, and the reality is we all know he knew the answer. He was all God, right. all man and all God. So if he's leading with questions, you know that the opportunity there is to see how will we respond. Right. And when you look at the times the the disciples blew it, which was almost every time. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. I like to think of my D group and then kind of look look at you and say, okay, look who Jesus was working with. Look at some of the That's people. Right. <laughs> in, in Jesus. And they went on to become the apostles to That's go right. and and take the gospel to the world. So it, it's, it's an incredible comparison so we ought to adapt that same process that he used ask questions help them get there i mean that's what discipleship is it's not a uh, you know let's raise the bar so high no one can do it it's raise the bar high let's not be uh let's be clear on that it is raise the bar high but it's helping spot people to get there you know it's like if you've ever done pull-ups before which is not my best exercise (laughs) i I don't know why i use exercise as an illustration i I don't know i do not embody it but i have done pull-ups before (laughs) i used to be able to do 20 actually believe it or not Mm -hmm. um but but when you're starting out you need someone to hold your legs yeah. And, and carry a little bit of that weight so you can get up, and then eventually you can do it on your own. And that's the same thing we're trying to do when we call them up. Yeah, we're trying to make really them good. stronger. We're trying to build that into them and give them the opportunity to be what they can be. Yeah, no, that's really good. I love that. And I like that with that, that illustration of pull-ups. You know, you may have been at 20. I would right. have been at 1. <laughs> and so the, the, right. the helping and coming alongside me, we're trying to just help them, hey, let's get to 2. Hey, let's get yes, to three. Exactly. And so I think when you're thinking about people and you're thinking about their growth, mm-hmm. you really want to be sensitive to say, man, okay, where's this person now and how right. do I help them grow? Mm. And I think when you ask those questions, that's going to be really helpful, not just in helping them see kind of your intentions and helping right. you pinpoint the issue, but questions are going to really help that person going forward. Because mm-hmm. what it does is when I ask you the question, help me understand why you haven't had a hear journal recently or help me understand this, like, those yeah. questions force you to inspect your own heart and, mm-hmm. and to really come up and kind of think through those things yourself, which helps you develop um, just a way to evaluate your emotions and your actions going forward. Yeah. If, if, all, if our relationship is always me telling you what you did wrong, then you're always going to need me in your life beside you to tell you what you're doing wrong. But if we can ask questions and say, hey, think through this more, it's going to allow you, even outside the D group, to really ha- uh, to think more critically and evaluate, man, okay, something's off. What are those questions that Vic asked me beforehand? And yeah. so those questions, you know, ask more questions than you give answers in it. And then I would say this one, this one's big for me, is avoid making it a debate. And yeah. so especially, yeah. this comes in with like sin and different issues. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say, hey, um, I have this concern, and, and I may have done all these different yeah. things with uh, with questions. I really, truth to be heard is my intention, but the person just kind of bristles up and gets defensive, 
and and pushes back on it. Maybe they disagree with what I said. Maybe they, you know whatever it may be. What I'm always going to do, you kind of said this earlier, you said the Holy Spirit is in charge of conviction, not me. Right. And so what I need to realize is my goal is not to win an argument, but it's to win the person. It's to really help them right. grow in their faith. Absolutely. And so I'm going to say, hey, this is what I'd ask. Mm-hmm. Would you just spend some time in prayer this week on this issue? Would you just pray about it as you read Scripture? Will you think on it? And just over the week, will you talk about it with God? And then let's continue this conversation next week. Right. What happens is whenever you immediately get brought something, you kind of go in a defensive posture. The, the Holy Spirit can't work with our, when our pride and, our def, and, our de, and we're being defensive. He only works with when we have humility and we're submitting to right. him. And so instead of putting it in a place where, hey, listen to Vic, say, hey, why don't you listen to God? And in that humility, man, I'm trusting the Holy Spirit to do that work. Yeah. And then I'm following up the next week. And so I'm very quick to say, hey, just spend some time with God, and then let's talk about it next week. Yeah. Uh, avoid making that debate. And yeah. So anything in else? The end, it, yeah. yeah, in the end, we want to help people grow spiritually, but there are so many components to our life. Yeah. And 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 one of the keys is every – you're probably going to need to do this with one member, each member, I should mm-hmm. say, of your group at some point. Yeah. And there may be a time – I'll be honest, I've almost had it every time when one of them comes to you and says, hey – yeah, and they have and you want free, that, and you want to receive that because you're helping each other mutually grow together, and and that's one of the benefits of the group for sure. That's right. No, that's really good. And so, and as we close, I'd, I'd add one thing. We talked a lot about in the D group world, uh, in the life group world. One thing that I would say, a lot of these principles carry over. One that I would really highlight even more though in the life group is be aware of, of where they are. You gave the pull-up illustration. Mm-hmm. Um, in our life group environment, in D group environments, it's all believers. And yeah. so we know that we're working with the same goal of spiritual growth. With the life group, it may be a non-believer. Mm-hmm. And so if they're living, you know, if they're doing something, maybe it's it's living with a girlfriend or whatever it may be. We always want to look and say, man, does that person know Jesus? Because our goal is not behavior modification, but it's heart change. And so in the life group environment, you're going to have places where you need to make sure they understand the gospel and who Jesus is first. Yeah. And so that that's probably the biggest caveat between the two environments. Sure. But ultimately, the principles of calling up, not calling out, are going to translate to both of those mm. environments. Don't be sugar-free, Sheila. Don't be sugar-free, Sheila. If you take nothing else away, <laughs> take that away this, from this podcast today. <laughs> we hope that helps you uh, in, in the conflict that, if you, like I said, if it isn't there now, it's coming quickly. And that's right. So uh, we hope that helps you, and we look forward to talking with you next week on the podcast. It's good. Thank you for joining us for this episode. Take a moment to subscribe and share this podcast. If you are a Long Hollow group leader, click the link in the show notes to access resources just for you. If you are a church leader and want to receive free resources to help you make disciples in your home, group, or church, click the link in the show notes or visit replicate.org.